Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome again to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right. I am Jerry Brooks, your host, also your baby-faced assassin of freedom, fighting for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of everything that our beloved Constitution stands up for. We are also still the new definition of color commentary. And also being your tour guide, which can be very, very exhausting, through the alternative universe, which is Joe Biden's America. And believe me, it gets tougher all the time. Uh, if you want to send us an email with comments or questions or anything, you can, also, you can send it to inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, in blackandright.net uh, we've got some new things on the site including the official report from the Texas House of Representatives about the massacre in Uvalde and believe me yeah you might if you've got high blood pressure uh, you might not want to read the re whole report because it will make you mad and believe me some of the parts that I've read that were just hideous oh my goodness but it is available uh, for you to read you can probably even download it uh, from our website because it's very important uh, and I'll get into it in just a few moments why that report is important anyway uh, just to get into the latest news and this broke just before we went on the air the dingbat uh, New York DA Alvin Bragg apparently has dropped the murder charge against Jose Alba, the 61-year-old bodega worker, not Bogada, Jill Biden. Get it right, girl. Yeah. So he decided to finally drop the murder charge against him because what Mr. Alba was doing was defending himself from attack. He's 61 years old. He was much smaller, not quite as strong as his attacker, who was a 35-year-old black man in New York, and he stabbed him eventually to death. But no, I think Alvin Bragg finally got enough pressure from people to say, hey, drop the charges, because if you're going to push this, it's going to be a pretty clear, cut-and-dry case of self-defense. Period. That's all there is to that. Yay. So, thank goodness, maybe some common sense can be found in New York City, although I'm not 100% certain. Uh, the bald black buffoon of a mayor, Eric Adams, is going to figure this out himself but yay thank you thank you thank you Lord that this wonderful man who just was trying to defend himself that he's not going to have to deal with the woke very liberal very leftist uh, 
messed up justice system. Thank you, Lord, for that. Um, but interestingly enough, uh, this this kind of interested me. I mean, of course, we most of the mainstream media hasn't really delved into this story uh, too much because for ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSLSD, and probably to a lesser degree Fox, this doesn't fit the anti-Second Amendment narrative. Now, just a few days ago, um, oh, actually, what, probably, what, yesterday or something like that, the uh, Greenwood Park Mall in Greenwood, Indiana, had almost, almost a massacre because a gunman who was out to just do all kinds of damage was stopped before he really got a chance to get warmed up. How did it happen? Well, a good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun, which does not make Second Amendment anti-Second Amendment zealots happy. And it doesn't really get that much play. Because how many stories just this year has someone had a gun to stop somebody doing damage? Good person with a gun stops a bad person with a gun. And there are more stories like that than you know because the mainstream media, the mainstream corporate media, will never highlight them because it's all about the Uvalde type stories. The if it bleeds, it leads type of a thing. But interestingly enough, this story that I found, the story that I found in Breitbart, Breitbart News, was really interesting. because, And it's a short, it's really short, but this will tell you something, folks. It will tell you something. Now, the good guy with a gun has been identified as Elisha Dicken, D-I-C-K-E-N. WTHR, which is a regional uh, regional media outlet there in that area of Indiana, indicates that the attacker entered the mall just before 5 p.m. and went into the bathroom where he put his cell phone in a toilet and readied his guns. The shooter exited the bathroom and began firing at 5.56 p.m. At 5.57 p.m., Dickin began shooting at the attacker, causing the attacker to attempt to flee back to the bathroom, but he never made it because he collapsed on the floor. And let's see, Dickin fired 10 rounds at the attacker, hitting him an unreported number of times, causing the attacker's death. Hmm. Okay. Now, this is a good thing because a good guy with a gun stopped the bad guy with a gun. Now, one man, a 22-year-old young man, shot and killed a would-be mass shooter at the Greenwood Park Mall in Indiana. Why? Because of constitutional carry. Oh yeah, constitutional carry. 
It's a beautiful thing. Because what one young man did in less than two minutes, taking out a threat and completely neutralizing it, it just is amazing because we now have the report, the official report from the Texas House of Representatives on the Uvalde shooting and with almost four, pushing 400 officers, local, state, and federal, and it took them 77 minutes, one hour and 17 minutes to get to this 18-year-old demonized whack job and take him out. But the damage was already done. 19 kids dead, two teachers, and a whole bunch of ticked off parents with serious questions and law enforcement needing to look themselves in the mirror and admit they screwed the pooch really, really, really badly. Yes, that's why I took the official report and I put it on in blackandright.net because I want as many people to see this as possible because this as much as I am I'm emotionally conflicted because I do want to support law enforcement I truly do but when I see systemic mess-ups systemic mess-ups from the top down I'm thinking fellas you're going to owe a lot more than an apology to the families that had to the victims families your credibility has been damaged it's been damaged you know and people are like well the guys in the you know the guys in the hallway they were just waiting for orders i said really communications breakdowns why who was the incident commander why were you know you're just waiting there and waiting there how many people had the chance to take the guy out before this bloodbath happened hmm how many that's the that's the interesting thing how many times and the report when 370 plus cops from all levels are just kind of standing there it's like uh, what do we do what do we do Duh. oh my lord and it cost the lives of 21 people because you couldn't get your butts in gear and stay organized that I'm sorry is inexcusable inexcusable I don't care what excuse you come up with it's inexcusable law enforcement and how you even look at yourselves in the mirror I mean somebody had to have some serious balls to just go and say hey look we're not we got a problem we need to take care of it now to heck with it if we're not getting any support from leadership you know and they're just waiting and waiting and waiting is like somebody needed to take the initiative and to hell with protocol because you could have saved some lives fellas 
you could have saved some lives instead of just waiting and waiting and letting this demonized kid just go off killing little kids I'm sorry I'm not it's not popular but you know I don't care it's not about being popular it's about did you do the right thing no and it's like all you can do is like well we're not gonna let this happen the next time really keeping in mind folks Uvalde is right in the human trafficking corridor of the border that part Uvalde as many times I mean when the mayor says that in the last academic school year there were over 40 lockdowns because of drugs drug smugglers human smugglers and all these illegal immigrants are just you know they they crash their vehicles and they're like all they're spreading out everywhere to businesses to schools to wherever they can to hide I'm like no folks the price of freedom is is still eternal vigilance and there's gonna be some wrongful death suits oh my I gotta believe there's gonna be some serious wrongful death suits pointed at a whole bunch of agencies from the Uvalde School District to God knows who else I mean maybe even the Texas Department of Public Safety but somebody is definitely going to get sued in civil court probably not criminal court because the evidentiary standard doesn't rise to that but somebody is going to get sued oh man and what's really blowing my mind uh, Indiana is a constitutional carry state he didn't have a permit but what really kind of is odd to me this W2HR the media outlet that did the story pointed out that Dickin did not have any formal police or military firearm training he learned to shoot from his grandfather so why did you have to put that in there hmm because it doesn't make any sense I mean okay so he didn't study he didn't learn to shoot from law enforcement he didn't learn in the military he learned it from his granddad probably out on the farm somewhere doing some target shooting it's not who he learned how to shoot from is not relevant in this case it's completely irrelevant the fact that he knew enough to take out a would-be shooter to create a mass casualty incident potentially that's the important part and that's the part that should be focused on but nope no we he didn't learn from law enforcement it's like what I mean are you trying to basically work both sides of the street you know trying to say that well you have to have this and you have to have that if you're gonna do that with constitutional carry I'm like oh my gosh shut up 
He, the man, that young man, only 22 years old, not a cop, not military, but he stopped a potentially ugly situation and he did it in under two minutes. Under two minutes. When 300 plus cops, almost 400 cops, couldn't stop the massacre in Uvalde, in, uh, it took them over an hour to stop it with all that firepower. And they did nothing. The inaction killed those kids. This one man action stopped a major threat. This is utterly mind-blowing to me. When one man can stop a threat in under two minutes, but nearly 400 cops couldn't stop a demonized kid, one guy with one gun, or I don't know how many ever he had, and it ended up being 21 people dead, their inaction in Uvalde killed those kids, but the actions of one man at a mall in Indiana stopped it. That is the Mac Daddy mind blower to me. It is. It absolutely is. And this whole concept, when you're talking about constitutional carry, I mean, 25 states have it. Half the country. But what really blows my mind is one of the states that doesn't have it is here in Florida. And I'm thinking, what? Florida does not have constitutional carry? That's messed up. That's very messed up. Now, Governor DeSantis, who I, I love him dearly, but you, you really need to be more focused on a constitutional carry rather than a red flag law. You really should. I lived in one of the states that has constitutional carry is Arizona. And I lived there and I did carry and I did have constitutional carry. And I did carry. I even carried in church. And to make sure that nobody uh, did anything. And I did receive training on gun safety and learn how to use my weapon. Yay happy. Woohoo! But man, oh man, when I saw this story and compared to the report from about Uvalde, I just had to go, you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. This is just not even close to funny. Not even close to funny. But who knows? But, yeah, that's, and now you've got, in New York, a 61-year-old a man fights off a 35-year-old man who's bigger, who's stronger, who's younger, and, uh, duh, and now, you know, praise God that that's over, but we got to get this, we got to get this figured out. And the anti-gun zealots just need to just sit down and stop emoting. Stop it. Stop with, just stop it. Because you're quoting a lot of stuff that's just junk. Because we now have a bipartisan gun bill. 
It didn't stop what happened at the parade in Highland Park, Illinois on the 4th of July. It didn't stop any of the problems that happened, the shootings that happened in Philadelphia. Didn't stop what happened in Chicago over the 4th. It didn't do anything. It did, And it's not going to do anything. And to encourage red flag laws, essentially bribing states to do so, you people are absolutely off of your freaking rockers, and that's Republicans included. I don't know what you're thinking, or if you were thinking to begin with, but thank God for these 25 states with constitutional carry. Yay happy, because I'd like to hear more about the good guys with guns taking out bad guys with guns, instead of hearing about case after case after case of young young men with major problems and absolutely going bonkers at you know, be it in schools or whatever and along that very same line today in the news that just came across the wire uh, not too long ago before we uh, went on air the shooter in the Parkland incident um, is now being officially sentenced today the, the sentencing phase of his trial now another example of tons of red flags that happened and were missed they were missed big time missed not just by school administrators but by local law enforcement and even by the FBI, all the way up to the FBI. Not once, but twice in the Parkland case. That was just messed up. Same thing now with Uvalde. The shooter, who's, who will not be named, I am not going to give him any sort of notoriety or fame posthumously. He had problems, tons of problems, uh, tons of dysfunction. And apparently the local police and the school knew there were problems, but nope, didn't do anything. Same thing with the Highland Park shooter. Young guy, problems at home, tons of dysfunction, tried to dress up as a woman to evade capture by the police. So, uh, no, sorry. I mean, how many times, and let's, oh yes, let's not forget the shooter in New York, in Buffalo, New York, killed 10 people, had all kinds of red flags, had all kinds of problems, but nope, 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 the police knew about him, and nothing. So, frankly, this whole red flag situation, because Illinois got a red flag law, New York State has a red flag law. Uh, I don't. Texas, I believe, doesn't have a red flag law, but that's not the point. And Florida got a red flag law after uh, the Parkland shooting. But still, folks, we have a huge problem. And all the anti-gun zealots can cry, they can scream, they can get angry, they can do whatever the heck they want, but they still have no real solutions 
No real solutions, just, you gotta do something, you gotta do something. And, uh, yeah, to do something for the sake of doing something, there is no magical background check there. Even if it's enhanced, it's not going to help. It is not going to help. And for any Second Amendment organizations, NRA, Gun Owners of America, you need to do a lot more vetting and more stringent vetting on these Republicans who voted for this nonsense. I mean, big time. Because they have now taken, because of this bipartisan bill that got signed by Biden, taken the gun rights, the Second Amendment guaranteed rights to ordinary citizens who are law-abiding to defend their lives, to defend their property, to defend their businesses if they're business owners, and it's just been trashed. Yay happy. So be be on the lookout, folks. Be on the lookout, especially you Second Amendment organizations, nationally, on a state level. Do a better job and hold these Republicans accountable. Because this is just messed up. And we have absolutely zero idea where this new bill is going to be heading. How many states are going to adopt red flag laws that don't already have them? Hmm? We don't know. But... I have this really ugly feeling that this type of legislation is going to come back and bite a whole bunch of people right in the backside. And I will have zero empathy or tolerance for it. You, you, <laughs> you reaped it. Well, you sowed the seed. You reap the harvest. Yay. Have, have fun with that. But anyway, my friends, I'm just going to call it a day today, a little early. But hey, that's plenty to talk about for today. So it looks like uh, In Black and Right looks became another episode of In Black and Rant. But that's okay. So my friends, you take care of yourself. Have a great day, rest of the day today. Uh, if you're in Maryland, it's primary day. You're the only pr- national primary in the whole month of July. So enjoy, take care of yourselves, God bless y'all, and remember, patriots come in all colors.